everybody, and welcome back to the Out To Be podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi, and on today's episode, we're talking about business versus creativity. As you can see, I'm getting a little bit funky here. <laughs> we are going to get in the flow, and we're going to talk about how to balance those two things because... So many of you have been wanting to learn about how to stay creative and not fully abandon your musicianship even though you are growing a business or in spite of growing a business because the two go very closely together. Now, whether you are an artist and you are fully growing your artist business and you're just feeling like you're losing time writing and recording because you're spending so much time like, you know, pitching to press and stuff like that, or whether you are a really multifaceted musician or music entrepreneur and you are an artist and maybe you're a teacher or a coach and you want to grow multiple parts of your um, career and you want to be able to book out your coaching slots but also not neglect your artistry. We're going to talk about it. And if what I described doesn't quite describe you, keep in mind that there are so many different variations of having a music business. You could be an artist who also plays at weddings and writes custom songs. And so you want to record your own album, but you also want to be bringing in money in that way. And so how do you market both? How do you balance both? How do you do both without getting fully sucked into one side? And usually what people fear the most is being sucked into the business side and neglecting the creative side, the artistry, the songwriting, what and whatnot. So that is what we're going to talk about today. Now, the first thing that I want to say right off the bat, and this is something I tell my clients all the time when they bring this fear to me, you have the choice. And so I I don't know where this came from, where there's almost this idea or belief or story that you are going to, against your will, all of a sudden become like this crazy corporate monster who only focuses on business and no longer has any artistry within them. I'm thinking right now of Phoebe in that one episode of Friends where they kind of go into like the alternate universe and all of a sudden she's like working in finance and smoking and she has like two heart attacks and she just like goes off the rails really quickly, right? Like all of a sudden she ends up in this place where it's like, how did she get here? How did this happen? She could have been cool Phoebe and now all of a sudden she's corporate Phoebe and this is going to happen to me where out of my control I suddenly become this person who only cares about business and doesn't care or doesn't have the time for her artistry or her music. That is not the reality. Things don't just happen to you and so I want you to take your power back in this moment and acknowledge that even if you do feel like you are kind of sliding down that road or getting a little bit off track or you notice that you're craving that you want to get back to the music uh, or maybe get back to the business, right, because it can go both ways, it is your choice and you get to make conscious choices every single step of the way. Life does not just happen to you. Things do not just happen to you. You're not just going to be thrown into something where you're forced to, you know, do business and neglect your art or vice versa. So if you feel and if you sense that you are off alignment, off kilter, or that you want to be getting back to something, you get to choose to do that. I say this all the time, it's all about priorities. When it comes to your time, your money, what you're doing, it is all about your priorities. So keep that in mind as you listen to to today's episode and as you just navigate this in general 
ongoingly in your music business because your priorities will constantly shift and change and that's okay. What's most important is that you are in touch with yourself, you are listening to yourself and listening to your priorities and honoring them and not beating yourself up for them going either way. And I speak about this from my own experience as well because as you guys know, I am an indie artist, but I'm not really doing anything with my indie artist career right now. And I get a lot of people who will ask, you know, when are you going to gig again? When are you going to release again? And sometimes I feel bad about it because, especially when it's like my mom asking, I feel bad because I'm like, maybe I should get back to that or maybe I'm supposed to be doing that. And when I graduated from college, I had really big dreams to be a songwriter and be an artist. And I always knew that I was someone who wanted to not necessarily like have these massive tours or like be like Taylor Swift. I have to be honest, that was never really my dream. But I was really focused on my music and my songwriting uh, up until several years ago. And life took kind of a crazy path. I literally could not have predicted what happened in my career. I graduated school and I was doing my artist thing while, and I was also looking for a job in the music industry because at that time, you know, I had this belief that I couldn't make it full time being an artist, that I needed a sense of stability and I needed a stable job. And I was also kind of unclear because I knew that I also had some entrepreneurial senses tingling, but I didn't really have an offer that I wanted to move forward with. So that process, and some of you guys know that story, but I'll go over it here a little bit briefly because it's relevant, I think. But I graduated and it took me nearly eight months to find a job. And I finally found a full-time job in music publishing. But in that eight-month period, I was still performing, doing my artist thing. Uh, I did my yoga teacher training. And during that time, I started working with the nonprofit Women Crush Music. So I ended up working my way up to like second in command there. And it was really a great experience for me and such a building block in my career journey and trajectory in general because it helped me kind of scratch that entrepreneurial itch and get a feel for what it was and run teams and book artists and book shows and run events and help educate and do the back end and create websites and run social media. I was doing literally everything you could possibly think of. <laughs> like, no joke, I was doing so much stuff. I was a New York chapter leader that they called it. And so I would book all of our New York events, deal with artists, deal with venues, etc. I would deal with sponsorships. I would also, and I was also our head of marketing and then turned like, um, I don't even remember the final name. It was like vice president or COO, something like that. Because I was basically the second in command helping hire businesses, make sure that social media was on point, marketing was on point, press, uh, everything like that. So I was doing that work for free, totally volunteer. But I also ended up getting a full-time job in music. So now it's, the fall, <laughs> like after I've graduated, I have a full-time job in music publishing. I have a part-time job, you could call it, volunteer working for Woman Crush Music and helping build this nonprofit. I have my own artistry. And I, at that time too, had picked up a couple part-time freelance gigs because since it was taking me so long to get a job, I wanted backup. <laughs> so it took me a while to kind of phase out of some of the other part-time things that I was doing. But if we fast forward, uh, the point of all of this is that 
I could not have predicted that any of that would happen. I was super pissed when I'm at like month four and I still don't have a job after graduating from NYU in the music business program. And I'm sitting here being like, hello, I literally studied this. Why are you not hiring me? Definitely a little bit of victim mindset there. I'm going to call it out. But it all happened for a reason. And I really, truly believe that. And I was still doing my music at this point, but I wouldn't have never expected to do my yoga teacher training or start with Women Crush Music, which were both really integral integral things for me eventually quitting my job in music publishing and starting my business coaching, doing wellness coaching for women and in music. And so when I started that, um, I had stopped doing gigs probably a month or two before. So like not too long after or not too long before I started my business, I had a really bad gig. And when I say is like it was one of those gigs where nobody shows up, where you feel like all of your friends hate you, where you're just like, what is going on? I was playing the same stuff over and over again. And I just felt really I didn't feel aligned. I felt really down again calling out the victim mindset because I definitely felt that too. But I had made the decision to take a a break from gigging temporarily to get clarity, to write some new songs and to just like recenter what I was doing in my music career. Because we all know that like your audience gets bored and you know, it's normal to have a bad gig. (laughs) Like not every gig is going to be sold out. And we've all had that gig where we feel like nobody shows up or it's just your parents in the audience or you just feel like super sad about it. And that was what my last gig at that time ended up being. And so the timing was really interesting because I had made the decision to stop doing that. And then I had started my business. And as you've seen, the business has now grown tremendously over the last several years. And it's not really a surprise that in those few years, I haven't been putting much time and attention into my artist career. I've really been focusing on the business. And the reason for that is because I want to and I love my business and I chose to do that. And like I said, sometimes I feel a little bit guilty, but usually it's not because of my own thoughts or beliefs. It's because of others and others asking me about it, which is why I say it's really important to make sure that you are aligned and in touch with what you want and not doing things for others or because you're doing what you think you're supposed to do. Now, I, throughout these several years, have still had creative endeavors. I still do music for myself. I did a show a couple years back, or I guess a year and a half ago now. Um, at It was actually at a Woman Crush show, our very last New York show before we um, took a break and then like the pandemic hit, so it was crazy. <laughs> but, um, and I don't work with Woman Crush anymore just for uh, anybody who's wondering, but that was in October of 2019. We did um, one last show up in Westchester where I live and it was really exciting to be able to perform again at that point and uh, just do some music and collaborate with some friends and, and host a show at the same time. And then... Fast forward to literally right before the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, I really want to do a cabaret show. And again, keep in mind, like when I stopped my artist career, I thought that I was going to uh, focus more on writing because like I, I felt like I needed new material in order to really go back out there. I have kind of gotten out of the writing groove and just haven't bothered to get back in again because I don't really feel like it. I don't want to like it's a conscious choice, but I have really been going back into my musical theater roots and wanting to explore that more. 
So right before the pandemic hit, I literally had this whole conversation with one of my friends and I was saying how I wanted to start auditioning for local shows and just do some shows for fun. And I wanted to maybe throw my own cabaret show, which by the way, I'm still gonna make happen. Maybe it'll happen this summer. And let me tell you guys, I have big plans for it. I've already got a playlist going. It's gonna be about my high school boyfriends plus my journey with musical theater in high school. And I think I'm gonna call it the main character. So please stay tuned and DM me on Instagram if you want this because I'm like still obsessed with the idea and I really wanna do it. (laughs) Now, that would be something new for me. I've never done a cabaret show like that before. I've never put a show together like that before. And it would be, it would be creative. And it's not my singer songwriter journey, but it's still something that allows me to be creative, get into music, do what I want to do. So why am I talking about this? Why am I like making this episode about me up until this point? Here's why. Number one, you get to decide along the way and make conscious choices what you are going to do. Now, some things might come up that are thrown your way that you didn't expect or you couldn't possibly predict, but feel really aligned once they're brought your way. And each and every choice that you make will adjust your path and what ends up happening. But it's not to say that that's out of your control. In fact, it's to say that it's in your control. Number two, you get to decide what creativity, what artistry, what your own singer, songwriter, artist career looks like and what your goals and priorities are with that and what you want to focus on with that. And number three, creativity looks different for everyone. And sometimes our priorities are going to be making money and sustaining ourselves. And sometimes the priorities are going to be making art and really diving into that. And sometimes they're going to be a little bit of both, which leads me into the next point of this discussion. When it comes to your artist career or your journey as a musical entrepreneur, musician entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, you are usually doing the business side of things to bring in money so that you can be full-time doing this. You wanna grow your audience, you wanna grow your visibility, you want to grow your streams of income and your bank account. Because the more money that you have, the less likely you have to go out and get another job. And the more you can focus on your music or focus on your other priorities that are really important to you. Because if you're not worrying about money and you're not having to constantly work all the time to bring money in, then you have more of the time freedom to be able to spend it doing what you wanna do. And most likely that is the actual creation of music. But it can seem like we then get into this cycle where it's like, create money, create money, create money, and then create music. (laughs) And then the creating money part just seems like it's either taking forever or it's gonna go on forever, or there's never an end point where it feels good enough. So you're always, always, always trying to make more money. Well, you're not gonna be surprised when I tell you that this comes back to a conversation around priorities. Because if your priority is to make money and you have a financial goal, I want to assure you that there's nothing wrong with working to hit that goal. Maybe your goals are also aren't necessarily financial, but it's just about getting um, press in this place or, you know, really focusing on your album release or doing this thing. And it's not necessarily money related, but you really want to focus on getting that. Give yourself the permission to do that in your music career you are not always going to be in creation songwriting mode. You are going to have ebbs and flows. Even if we look at an artist who is not doing all of the business herself, let's say Taylor Swift. She is having periods of her life where she is writing at home, recording, jamming out, being a little bit more creative. 
She has moments where she is on tour, traveling constantly, which probably doesn't afford her too much time to just sit down and really dive in and get in the zone with the creative. I'm sure she could write a couple songs during that period, but most of her energy is going to be going towards protecting her mind and her body so she can show up really strong on her tour and in her performances. And she's going to have periods where she's doing more business stuff like her marketing plan for the album release and actually executing the album release, which is going to include more appearances. And while she's not you know, writing to GMA to get her on there herself, her team's doing that for her, she's still going to be in that business brain and in that business mode. So I paint this picture to show you that if you have an expectation that at all times you should be doing everything in your business, that expectation is holding you back. The reality is that there are ebbs and flows and there are many different phases in your music career alone, not even considering any other offers that you might be doing like a Patreon, like a custom song, like teaching music, like doing having a coaching business. Those are, are going to be other things that we consider as well where... You add those in and then there's ebbs and flows with that too, where in some phases you're going to be focusing on launching your Patreon so that you have the money coming in to then sustain yourself while you write the album, right? Or filling up your client coaching spots or launching your new course so that you can have an influx of money and get that going and then shift your attention to the new project. So we can look at this from a very high level here where we're thinking bigger picture and more project-based, right? Or phases, right? Right now I'm in the phase of launching my course. Next month I'm gonna be in the phase of prepping uh, or maybe like writing the album. The month after that I'm gonna be in the phase of preparing for that release and reaching out to press. The month after that I'm gonna be in the phase of releasing my album. The month after that I'm gonna relaunch my course or prepare to relaunch my course and then the month after that relaunch my course so that you're focusing on different things and you're balancing it from a higher level. It's a matter of really like switching your brain on and off in between um, different projects and different phases and really getting in the zone for each thing and focusing all in on that thing. So you don't want to be launching a course and like trying to go all in with your launch while you're also trying to like write a whole album. Doing those two things at the same time required vastly different parts of your brain and it's going to be really stressful to try to go all in on two very different projects at once. So that's why I recommend project-wise and thinking more big picture to figure out what are your goals and priorities for the year. Is it one? Is it many? And how do you want to divide your attention up throughout the year? My client and I were just on a call yesterday where we were making her plan for really the next several months, like six months. And she's going to take a couple months to write her album. Then she's going to take some time to launch one of her group programs where she teaches people to record their own EPs. Then she's going to go into the album release and do the preparation for that press outreach, which she'll also be doing uh, a little bit before the actual launch, but she's going to be focusing her launch attention on the launch of her program and then focus back on the album release and executing that, preparing for that, etc. So that way she's not doing multiple things at once and she's not trying to write an album during a launch or prepare for the release and launch a program all at the same time, but she has a really clear timeline for when she's doing each thing so that she can prepare for each thing properly and focus her attention on each thing 
properly and wholeheartedly. So you can see how from a bigger picture, we want to consider the different ways that we can manage our projects or phases based on our goals and what we are looking to accomplish and put out into the world this year. Now, from a lower level, we can also consider how to manage our schedules on a day-to-day -day or weekly basis to best take care of ourselves and to honor our creativity and our business building. So what I like to do is separate my week or the days of the week into specific themes. So I start my week on Monday. Mondays, I don't schedule any calls. There is not possible to schedule calls on that day. I focus on admin stuff purely. So I am able to stay fully in my admin brain that day. I answer emails. I might do some nitty gritty backend stuff, organizations. If I have to record videos or podcasts, I might do that on that day in a chunk, but it's really about preparing for the week from an admin and planning and strategy side. On Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, that's where I take client calls, do podcast interviews, um, and do any other things that involve me talking, creating, speaking, <laughs> and kind of like getting into that zone. Now, generally speaking, I also will break up my days on these days. So I usually don't schedule calls in the morning. I take most of my calls in the afternoon. There are always exceptions to this, but generally speaking, that's what I do. So in the mornings, I do have the time to do some admin work for the day, maybe um, do any, tie up any loose ends, or if I wanna record a podcast interview or create content, then I can. And then I have a break for lunch, and I will often always also take a walk as well to kind of just get myself transitioning from one zone of genius to the other. And then I will go more creative coaching call vibe in the afternoon. Fridays I leave open for what I call a magic day. Some people will call it a CEO day, which I respect, but I would say Mondays are more my CEO days where it's more admin-y and Fridays are my magic days where I do whatever I need and want to do. So whatever is calling to me, whether it is doing more admin stuff, whether it's creating more, whether it's going to get my nails and hair done, I do what my soul and my business need most to make sure that I am taking care of myself and moving the needle forward. And right, sometimes that's gonna look different. Like sometimes to move the needle forward, I need to take a break, so I'll do that. And then Saturdays and, Saturdays and Sundays, usually I don't work or take calls at least. I might choose to do some backend work or of course post content if I feel aligned with it. But generally speaking, those are just looser weekends. So I definitely recommend that you take a look at your week and consider how you can make it work better for you by theming each days and really being able to focus in on a specific zone of genius for those days. So even if you want to write or record or do co-writes, pick a few days that you really focus on doing those co-writes and see if you can really get into the zone there. Now a key for this as well is turning off your phone and turning off any distractions. You're going to be much more productive in any zone that you're in, whether it's the admin zone or the creative zone, when you are able to cut out all the distractions during that time. So even if you only have an hour or two per week or per day to focus on writing or creating content or something like that, if you can really hone in and focus in when you're doing that, you're going to be much more productive and it's going to be easier to get what you want to get done and really get into that place where um, you're feeling in the flow. Now, I also recommend if you are going to be in multiple like zones of genius or flow spaces um, in the day, 
that you take a break in between them. So like I said, I'll often do, let's say it's on a Tuesday and I'll do some admin work in the morning and then I have a bunch of calls in the afternoon. Taking a break for lunch and maybe doing some yoga or getting outside or doing some meditation is really important for breaking up the space so that I'm not trying to go from one space to another with no uh, debriefing time, <laughs> with no runway, with no space in between. Like it's, it's hard to just switch your brain on and off. And so I think you need like a palate cleanser. You need to go in and say, okay, I'm going to take a walk or meditate. I'm going to get in my body. I'm going to have a dance party, whatever it is that works for you so that you can break up those two things and really focus in on one and then really focus in on the other and not be thinking about the admin while you're trying to do the creative because ultimately that's not going to work. So from a micro level and from a macro level, that's how we can consider managing and scheduling the business side and the creative side in our day-to-day. Of course, even on the macro level, you're going to be focusing on specific projects, but if you take it down to the micro level, let's say that you're launching your coaching program, you're still gonna need to get creative within that. And it's not to say that you have to totally abandon your music during that time. You probably will want to play some guitar or piano or sing a little bit to keep you in good spirits and keep you aligned during that time. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, you should do that if it feels good for you. Now, I just don't want you to put the pressure on yourself to be, like I said, writing a whole album or really trying to you know, create amazing work. Listen, it might happen anyway, and we're not going to say no to that. But putting the pressure on yourself is what often causes this idea that like I'm being sucked in by the business and I can't get out of it. When in reality, it's just you trying to be uh, or being pulled in two different directions and not being able to go all in on one. So then you end up resenting the other. And we don't want that. So it's better to just honor and and be upfront about, hey, these are my priorities. I want to bring in this money. I want to serve these clients. And this is why. And I'm not ashamed of that. And that just means that for the next several weeks or month, I'm choosing to focus on this project and when this project is over, then I'm going to come back to the music project. Or when this album release is over, I'm going to give it my full attention and really go all in and then once it's over, I'm going to start writing the next project or I'll start gigging or whatever it is. So giving yourself the permission to do that is really the first step. But even within your day-to-day, if you are balancing a few different projects that you have ongoing, again, let's say that you have a Patreon that's going on and you have to do some admin work for that and you have to create for that monthly because that's what happens, right? Um, But maybe you're also trying to like write an album at the same time. We wanna make sure that within our days, we have that scheduled. So maybe on Mondays, you do your Patreon catch-up and admin and content creation and you schedule everything out. And then the rest of the days of the week, you're really focused on writing or co-writing or whatever it is. So you can see how that's how you can manage things a little bit better by separating the days or the parts of the days and really getting in your zone of genius for whatever it is you want to focus on during that period. Give yourself the focus by turning off distractions. Create a palate cleanser in between different zones of geniuses so that you're not on overdrive and thinking of a million things at once. I always encourage a regular yoga or meditation practice or, uh, you know, getting out in nature anyway because it's so good for creativity for uh, your brain and your body. (laughs) So do it anyway, but doing it in between um, different parts of your day is also gonna be a good way to just help you transition in between them and to help you stay aligned with your true priorities and your true self, which is the number one thing that you need in order to make sure that you are not getting too carried away with the creative 
or with the business and you're not feeling super lost and you are staying in control of your life and in your business. So I hope this episode was super helpful. Go ahead and screenshot it and tag me on Instagram at Katie Zuccardi and at Out to Beat Podcast and let us know what your favorite part was. And there's one more thing I totally forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode, so I will mention it now. And that is the Out to Be Mastermind is accepting applications for our next round that will be starting this March. So go ahead and head to katiezacardi.com slash out to be mastermind for more information on the program and to put your application in. After you apply, we'll hop on a quick discovery call to talk more about your goals and see if you are a good fit for this program. And if you are, talk details and invite you to join us. This program has very limited spots available and it is for multifaceted music entrepreneurs. Those of you who are musicians looking to go full-time or already are full-time and wanting to scale your business. Those of you who are music coaches and music teachers and maybe you're also artists and you're balancing many different levels of your career and trying to figure out similar to how we talked about on this episode, how to make it all happen and how to really thrive in all areas. If that's you, you have to join us inside of the mastermind. So go ahead and apply by heading to katiezacardi.com slash out to be mastermind. I cannot wait to read your application and hop on a call with you to see if it's a good fit and invite you into the program. All right, I'll talk to you guys all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.